Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail. It's a final word daily. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon here at Gorn, the fourth and in the end final day of the test series between Sri Lanka and Australia. Jeff, tell us all about it in 30 seconds. Good luck. Six for 450 odd when they resumed. Uh, Dinesh Chandamal then makes 88 from 74 balls today. Makes his first double century. Smashes it all around the place. Four sixes and seven fours today. Bats with the tail. Gets him up to 554. Uh, and then Australia just fell to pieces. Uh, the track was starting to take turn. Prabhat Jayasuri, the left-arm spinner on debut. Fourth best figures ever on debut. 12 for 177. Spins through them. They're all out 151. Series level, one all. What the hell? Yeah, with four wickets taken yesterday, I think five the day before and seven the day before, that's something like that. Then 14 today to wrap it all up unexpectedly. It happened so quickly. I mean, I think that the way we were seeing today was, well, if Australia can bowl them out in an hour or even mm. indeed a session at a pinch, mm-hmm. there might be a way where this gets interesting. But then the, the options started vanishing for Australia. And then Dinesh Chandimal just teed off. He pumps Mitchell Stark onto the road three times after lunch. Uh, two of those in a row to bring up his double ton. And then after that, we saw an old-fashioned collapse. Scoreboard pressure on a turning track, but not uh, but not a raging turner. Nope. Just a track that was doing enough for the spinners. Mm. And probably more important than the surface uh, is the sea breeze. You can probably see the flag on top of the fort there. The breeze has been strong from left to right from this end of the ground. Mm-hmm. And Prabhat Jai Surya, as a 30-year-old, in a way, that's the best time to make your test debut as a, as a finger spinner because mm-hmm. that's when you've really mastered your craft. You've taken about 240-odd first-class wickets before yep. getting this opportunity. It was about that, dare I say, guile of drifting the ball back towards the right-handers, just enough movement away, and that was the secret to his success. Guile, one of the great Street Fighter 2 characters <laughs> as well. Um, 
the, was he the Sonic Boom guy? I can't remember. Anyway, the, look, the point is, I think more than the surface, it was the fact that Sri Lanka kept Australia in the field for eight sessions. Yeah, they were knackered. Just about, mm. you know, seven full and then a bit at the start and a, and a bit at the end. They were spent. They were buggered. They'd been on the field for two days plus. Uh, they were exhausted. It's pretty humid. It's not as hot here as it was during the first test, but um, the humidity is very sapping when you're out there. And they were just done. Like They had that look of a team that didn't have the reserves of energy that you would need to go, all right, we're going to get this through to stumps and then we're going to try to bat out day five yeah. and all the rest of it. And once it started to slide away, it all slid away quickly. But I think at the start, we've got to talk Chandamal. He was on, uh, what was he? 118 overnight. 18 overnight. He was 140 odd uh, yeah. at, at, um, at lunch. Maybe 140. Right. No, sorry, that's not right. He passed 150 in the first session, sure. but he, he'd yet to put the foot down. He was batting at effectively the same tempo sure. as he had yesterday. And he was showing faith in Ramesh Mendes, the number eight. I mean, there was no yep. sort of strike manipulation going on. He was no, just no. batting normally. And the same with Mahesh Tikshana yeah, batting yeah. at nine, who was batting too high at nine, but still. Here's, here's a great comparison. The Australian innings, they lost their last five for 60-odd, bugger all. Um, and five for 33 it was. And got far less than they should have. They ended up with 364 and they should have got 400 plus. What happened with the last few partnerships for Sri Lanka, the last four partnerships were 68, 21, 7 and then 49. The 49 was the best one because uh, Rajit uh, didn't make a single run. Didn't, didn't contribute a run to the 49-run right, yeah, partnership. Yep. That was when Chandamal started going. But he wasn't going indiscriminately. His big hits were straight. They were basically, you know, long on to sort of wide long on, you know, over the top. He was just hitting straight through the line off length balls. He wasn't trying to do a shot of ball to everything. He'd just pick one in and over where he'd be like, okay, that's it. And then he hit two when he was closing on his double century. He knew he was on 195 and wanted, yeah. wanted to take the opportunity. He's never made doubly, it 200 before. Yeah, his highest test score was 166, I think it was. Yeah. It was clever on two levels. One is that that was the short side of the ground and pointing towards the boundary he was targeting. And the wind is quite strong. We've already talked about that uh, today, but the wind is quite strong blowing that way. So hitting with the breeze when Stark was coming on with the... By that stage, the third new ball was quite old, but still a hard ball to swing through the line at. He did it perfectly. The back-to-back -back sixes was totally joyous. The way that he sprinted, probably to where I am right now, about 15 yards inside the rope, to celebrate with his balcony. It was truly lovely stuff mm -hmm. as he went to his knees. And yeah, guy has only played 67 test matches in 13 years and, you know, a former captain. He's been around the block a number of times and yeah, in a way, you play, you see an innings like that and you wonder how he hasn't played 100 test matches, but he's absolutely made it count today. His 13th test done, first double, magnificent. He made the innings victory possible because yep. by that stage the lead had swelled to 190 I mean originally we were thinking well even at lunch it was 135 You're like well they're going to finish this pretty quickly sure they were eight down and if they're 140 behind then Australia might have a third innings pickle situation whether to stick or twist but in all probability they're not going to get bowled out for 120 or 130 sure 190 different story and mm. so it played out so it, exactly the way it, it played out they were they were far enough behind that, that, that parody was going to be a real effort by that stage. Uh, I, I particularly I liked the, the pacing of the Chandamal innings. Now, I remember him in the 2015 World Cup. Remember Australia set Sri Lanka something like 380 that they were never going to yep. get. Kumar Sangakkara made 100. They were still miles behind. They needed something like 100 off the last 15 or the last 10 overs or something like that. And Chandamal came in and made 50 off about 20 balls, went absolutely berserk right, and yeah. then did his hamstring once he'd got past oh, the 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he couldn't get them home, um, but there was that innings, there was that hitting power. We knew that that's the kind of thing that he can do, but the way he played through the first part 
of his innings, 306 balls for his 206, and that includes the 88 off 74. So mm. up until mm. that point, he was 118 off, what, about 2 255 or whatever it was, yeah. uh, to 230. So he was going at a pretty sedate pace. He was picking up singles. He, was, he had his twitchy moments early on in his innings yesterday when he was given not out the court behind and so on but he got more and more composed as it went on and he was just so methodical about the way he was collecting runs not being rushed not over attacking um, attacking when the ball was there to do it and then accelerating as he went like it was just perfectly timed and yeah. it was, it was a, a master class of batting with the lower order um, Smith didn't do that like Steve Smith couldn't get that going in the same way and nor did the his lower order support him in the same way. Yeah and Pat Cummins said uh, at his post-game presentation interview that the main problem was first innings runs which you know in a way sounds well hang on you made 360 or 364 that, that's mm. quite a decent tally but it's not a 364 surface as it turned out you know pass scores far higher than sure. that so even though they did well with centuries from Smith and Labuschagne on day one, mm -hmm. it wasn't enough once they got overtaken. And, and it still looks pretty that. good. We just went out and had yeah. a look at the pitch now. It's not, it's not a dust bowl. Up. It's not falling no. to pieces. It would have been it, a really interesting day five surface had it made it that far. Exactly. But, I mean, obviously we're footmarks to aim at. But as I mentioned before, Pravath Jaisuria wasn't relying on the surface so much because he was getting on the angle, mm. left arm around, hitting the, the clean part of the pitch. He wasn't trying to bolt into the footmarks at all. So no. it was not, not so important. And he was using the breeze, and that was the yeah. big thing that he did is he used flight. He hung the ball up in that wind, and he let it drift. You know, that's how he got... Manus Labuschagne, uh, LBW. Yeah. I mean, Im hugely important wickets. So we can we can come to Jai Syria now. This, so the six he got in the first inning, six for one nineteen, and then he ends up with uh, six uh, six for one eighteen, and then six for fifty nine yeah. in the second. These are the two very different ways that a bowler has to operate in Asian conditions. You have to be prepared to bowl the long spell, conceded decent chunk of runs in the first innings, and keep chipping away and keep working through them, which he did. You know, he had that. First of three when he when he knocked over uh, was it Smith was it head it was head and Green and and one other higher up the order um, and then came back the next day to pick up three in yeah, the lower Shane order actually Labuschagne on 104 got him stumped it ended up being a really important it. moment in the game sure because it, because he could have gone much yeah. bigger and, and he didn't um, that was an important delivery and then today he gets he gets Kawaja first up then he gets Smith then he gets head um, then. And, and he got one other in the top six. And then so he's he on a roll. He yeah. ended up with four out of the top six. Yeah. Um, and, green and as well as the other green, one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So then he picks. Then then he then he then he works through a, a couple at, at the end as well. You know, he gets the last wicket to fall. But he's already done the job by that point with the top order. And it's the difference between the long, patient bowling innings in the first innings and then the attack when it was time to attack using the drift and the breeze. Yeah. Our colleagues who have seen a lot more Test cricket at Gaul than us said all along. Games like this can drift and drift and drift, then really speed up. And I think with Jai Surya, he was he was attuned to that. So on two occasions, he took two wickets in the space of five balls. I think it was. I think it might have been two in three and two in five. Uh, and and like that was where he was able to ride that wave of momentum, if you like. And I know that people don't always like us talking about momentum, but it's definitely a thing on days like today when the scoreboard pressure combines mm. and, and players tend to. Uh, collectively lose it and it, look it's, it's when when you have a campaign uh, to get Greg Matthews elected for something <laughs> momentum yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah indeed we'll come to that in a moment of course every episode we do on the final word uh, daily is for advanced hair studio um, we probably should have said that off the top we didn't but we mean it now it is all for final word final word final word final for word. advanced hair studio yep. um, our hall of fame is sponsored by them too coming up in a moment uh, yeah so when the game got busy uh, they were able to adapt at the right time and Australia couldn't slow it down so uh, 
once they were hit, there, there was no way of them having the game to lean back on. Mm -hmm. And that's probably partly due to the fact that they played very little cricket in these yep. conditions over the last six years. They played in India and Bangladesh in 2017. The UAE in 2018 is not the same. Pakistan this year is not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, India, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka are far more like each other. And this is the first tour to a country like that for, you know, like half a generation yep. of sorts in cricketing terms. So yep. I think that was exposed. And then we saw sort of some weird cricket a term that does the rounds in the Australian camp right now is fail in a way you'd be proud of. Okay. So if you're going to get a duck yep. and you get out for a duck playing a shot that uh -huh. you can be satisfied with because right. it's in keeping with your game plan, no dramas. Where yep. they get frustrated is where players depart from their set plan. And that's kind of what Kawaja did. Caught on the crease, caught at short leg. He didn't go, you know, he'd been going all the way back, all the way back. Yep. And then went kind of half forward, caught it short leg, and that's where it all gets going. In the previous over, there was nearly a mix-up with he and Labashane. Yeah. If not for a misfield from Jayasuriya, one of the two of them could have been run out. They were both caught in the middle of the pitch. And I wonder whether Labashane consistently saying at Kawaja, we can hear it through the stump mic, that was a bad run and kind of getting stuck into Kawaja, whether that might have played some role in him just just briefly, I know they're close friends, I don't want to overplay this point, but it might have contributed to him just losing his concentration at that yeah. crucial juncture. And Jai Surya, there he goes again. Once he's in, he's really in. Just just in general, Manus needs a bit of shushy time. Bit of, bit of shushy, bit of quiet time. Go go lie down, go have a little nap. Um, you know, you've, you've had too much sugar. You're running around the house. So it, it was it was Jai Surya using all of his tricks. So that, that bounce that he gets to get Kawaja caught around the corner, then he flights it, he floats it up nice and full to get under the sweep from Manus, who, who plays over the top of it, absolutely stone dead. Um, still tried to convince his partner that he should review it uh, after Smith and Warner had done the same thing. All of them stone dead. Well, Manus didn't, thankfully. He wanted to. He wanted to. Yeah, I mean, let's just go into this, shall we? So Australia's use of reviews with the ball was useless. They talked about it last night, Andrew McDonald at his press conference, about taking the emotion out of it. What do we see from Warner and Smith? I think, in a way, Warner's less culpable because he, he could have... Could he have could been have conceivably thought he was outside the line of the off stump. Remember, it was Ramesh Mendes, wide of the crease, ran the wicket with an arm ball. You know, that is a, I mean, it was a good decision from umpire Goff at that end. Mm. But nonetheless, it was it was a bad review because it was hitting middle stump three quarters of the way up. The Smith one was a dreadful review. And yep. he was reviewing from the moment it hit his pad. All of this foe walking up to his partner, trying to litigate the case with Marta so that, oh, maybe it's missing off stump. Maybe it's maybe it's missing off stump. I mean, it was hitting leg stump and middle stump. I mean, the only way it might have not been out yep. was had it been going over. He was trying to build an evidence base to Labashane and presumably to the people watching as well why he thought he needs to go upstairs. Let's be, we all know from the minute that ball hit his pad, he was going upstairs. Now, there is a school of thought that when your best player gets given out leg before wicket, it is worth it with three reviews. It is worth it worth it to gamble because that extra review came in and it's almost that luxury. What did they sure. say with Stuart Broad back in the day? The L'Oreal review, he's worth it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I sort of ponder whether that might be the thinking there. Yeah. But after losing Warner that way, after what happened yesterday, after what the coach said about emotion and reviews, yeah. To then still do it, I think it fits into the slipstream of what we saw when he berated Usman Khawaja last week. I think the two incidents are actually right. far more alike than that. They're obviously very different parts of the game, but yep. it, I, I'll, I'll leave I'll leave that there. You could draw your own conclusions. I think it's a similar part of Steve Smith's brain, which is engineering the spray of Khawaja and him going upstairs today. It all comes back to Jim Owen talking about beach cricket, where he's like, "Beach cricket. If you're out and you don't want to be out, you just see." 
I'm not out. And that's fair enough, because you're on the beach. And that is literally how Steve Smith and Manus play. They're like, yeah, but you've given me out, and I don't want to be out. I want to continue I want to batting. keep playing cricket, so therefore. I am going to, yeah, so the only reason Labuschagne didn't review is because they'd already used two. And, well, you could see, he started got, walking off, and he got about three steps down, and he's like, hang on a second. I'm going to just go see. Yeah. Just, maybe yeah. Cameron Green yeah. will tell me it's yeah. missing middle stump. Yeah. He got hit. Almost on the full, on the back yeah. pad, again, done by the flight. So I'm glad he didn't go upstairs. I was quite adamant on commentary. Manus, walk yeah. off. Manus, walk off. On Do the, not use his third review. On the back thigh, kneeling down in front of middle. Yeah. Like, you, you, don't, you don't get any more maybe, out than Maybe that. in a way he should have used it purely mm-hmm. because it would have underlined the point about needing a better method to decide when you go upstairs. Reviewing is an emotional business. Batting mm-hmm. in test cricket is a difficult thing, obviously. For someone like Steve Smith and people like Marnus Labuschagne, when they get out, they are furious, as all professional athletes would be in that situation. But they need to divorce that that anger yeah. and fury at getting out and being given out with the realistic probability that they're not going to inadvertently disadvantage mm. someone mm. else in their batting lineup. And having already used that first review with Warner, all that Smith was doing by yeah. trying it on then was increasing the probability with men around the bat as it so often is uh, in Asia, uh-huh. that one of his lower order teammates, maybe a Cameron Green or Alex Carey or someone like that, might have got done over later. That's not on. Now, Joe Seria again to the left-handers, getting it to turn away, gets stuck, caught a slip, goes past... Lovely the catch pit. by Kushar Mendes. And, yep, really was. But we 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 got to talk about Travis Head. Uh, oh, yeah. Dunn I skipped over that. <laughs> past the outside edge of the bat for the second time in this test match. Bold, missing the outside edge. I mean, that's not supposed to happen, right? You're not... No. Su- you're not, you're, if, like, okay, if you sort of, if you get done on the inside edge by a straight to one and you're trying to play for the turn and all the rest of it may be, but you're not supposed to, you know, play down the wrong line in front of your stumps. He got knocked over again. He just does not look like he has a clue how to go about playing against spin. He had a wonderful Ashes, we know that, but he's here. They've got four tests in India next year. He doesn't look like he's going to make a run if they take him there. There needs to be some nuance around the Travis Head conversation. I've seen some stuff on social media. Oh, he's just a slogger. He's just a slogger. He slogged his way to 100 at Brisbane. Did the same at Hobart. He's no good. No, that's not right. Travis Head is a precociously talented cricketer. He's an excellent choice at number five for Australia long term. And I think they've made the right call investing in him. That doesn't mean he needs to play every test match. Mm -hmm. Now, strategically... You know, I said before about the Aussies at the moment, how they talk about having their plan for the conditions of playing to it. Bugger if I know what Travis Head's plan is against spin. He doesn't either. I mean, I think last week he talked about trying to get down the track to the one that he he chipped to mid-off in the first innings um, of the first Test match. So, Mm. I mean, maybe that was the plan, but we never saw any evidence of him getting down the track because he never got the opportunity to get going. And if your plan is to do that, if that's what it is, then you, you can't afford to wait a couple of overs because there might be a ball with your name on it, as there was today. It wasn't like a, a world-ending delivery either, by the way. It was, as you say, it was a straight one that went past the outside edge of his bat. But the broader point here is, is that Travis Head has never been uh, a good player of spin in Australian conditions. Yep. Why do they think they can take him into yep. these conditions, especially after it didn't work out in Pakistan, which was nowhere near as spin-friendly as Sri Lanka is? And, le- and, and everybody and, made runs. Like yeah, it was- and you can improve against spin, like Usman Khawaja certainly has in the last few years. Sure. But in this short turnaround time between Sri Lanka and India, it'll be a fool's errand. And, and it's all the more farcical. And I know, you know, we're accused of banging on about this, but, you know, the bloke who wasn't playing this week, uh, he's made 100 against Ashwin and Jadeja in Ranchi. Yeah, a long time ago, but it's proof of concept. They have a guy in that dressing room who can... Who's a spin specialist. Who's a spin specialist, in effect, and he's played loads of cricket in these conditions over the journey, albeit mostly against the white ball, but quite a bit against the red ball too across his brief test career. There's enough to know that 
if on a horses for courses basis. I mean, Josh Hazelwood didn't play this week. Is Josh Hazelwood in Australia's best three bowlers? Of course he is. Yep. Um, the reason he hasn't played here and only played one test match in Pakistan is because they realise there is there is a, a, a nuance to the way you select a team outside of Australia, mm -hmm. which means Josh Hazelwood is another bare bum in the shower, wearing the orange bib, despite being one of the best seen bowlers in the world of his generation yeah. in Australia without a shadow of a doubt, uh -huh. but he misses out. So yeah. I think that, that you know we need a similar nuance, to use that word again, conversation around how we pick the top six mm. in Asia, because just simply going with, well, Travi went well in the ashes. He deserves another crack. Yep. I don't think that stacks up anymore. A nuance pradeep, if you will. <laughs> uh, we've got to talk about Sri Lanka conceptually, more broadly. Yeah. Uh, country in turmoil. We've talked about this on the show. The difficulties that people are going through, the shortages of food, of fuel, of medicine, the fact that inflation's out of control, that a lot of people can't afford to eat properly, people can't get to work to earn money because there's no transport, uh, the tourism industry's absolutely tanked, there's no income coming in from that, the country's literally bankrupt, yep. they're trying to buy fuel on credit, no one will give them credit because they're bankrupt. Um, the, the, the protests a couple of days ago that, that uh, in theory have overthrown the president we'll see how that plays out all of these things going on around this team all of the all of the backdrop they've been living this stuff for months now um, it's not just about the last few days it's about that fatigue of of knowing that people in your country are suffering then they've got their cricket context they get absolutely thrashed in the first test they get bowled out for 22 then they have half a dozen COVID exclusions there was another one halfway through this test yeah. which we well, didn't morning. even mention um ashada fernando gets another test cap without actually having to do anything because patam nasanka got COVIDed out of the the match but sri lanka didn't need to bat a second time so a, a very notional test match that he's yeah. that he'll will he'll have added to his cv um all of the replacements the fact that pravath josuria was only playing because there were so many COVID absences they were like all right we need somebody and he is uh, Karuna Ratna's spin bowler at his club side, um, at, at the SEC side. So Karuna Ratna already knew that I like this left arm spinner. He's steady. He'll control the tempo of the innings. I, I have faith in him. I've used him before and insisted that he was the one to come into the team. And what a, what a choice, what a selection, what a masterstroke. But to have all of that happening, to have these new players, to have three players on debut, Kamindu Mendes makes 61, looks absolutely a million bucks at this level um, you know Ramesh Mendes had to do a lot of work as he's really a batting all-rounder but he had to become a bowling all-rounder yep. and then Tikshana on debut he took a couple of wickets yeah, as well in and over too he, he takes two in the space of four balls they brought him back at the perfect time with the carom ball yep. that the tail could not read and he was just going straight through them like feed through a goose so all of that all of that backdrop and then to come out and produce this performance which wasn't just about Chandamal's attack. It was about the balance of determination, patience, application, and then adding the flair that Chandamal does with the bat, that Tikshana does with the ball, the way they bowl in the second innings. That was a team that had all the facets covered. They could, they had the flourish, they had the exciting stuff, and they had the foundations and the hard work, and they did it all after getting belted. It's an extraordinary comeback. Yeah, it is. So Sri Lanka have quietly been on the rise for about 12 months now, I reckon, across the short forms of the game and Test cricket. They've put in some you know, that old idea of having to learn how to not lose before they win. They've mm. had a lot of drawing. And I think that's a good yep. sign with a team that's on the rise under Karuna Ratna. Yeah, Manus probably does as well. He's like, this is, this is the house. This is mummy and daddy standing outside the house. Here's Manus playing cricket. Uh, but, you know, and you've, you've nicely detailed it there. But I think with all of that in mind, 
getting bowled out in 22.5 overs last week. I see Chris Silverwood on the balcony there, the, the Sri Lankan coach. Think about the year he's had mm. getting um, punted from the England job, the, the devastating way the Ashes played out, the joy on Chris Silverwood's face uh, when they were taking oh, yeah. those wickets this afternoon. It was just a wonderful thing. Uh-huh. So... I think this is one of the great test victories, yeah. without a caveat. I think that to beat the number one team in the world, who are leading the World Test Championship as well until today, they go into second place, I'm, I'm, I'm advised. Okay. Yet to see that formally, okay. but I'm told. Right. Um, with everything else going around, and you know, I've, I've said this a couple of times on the daily programs, that you can't divorce the off-field from the on-field in right. Sri Lanka at the moment. Even the very fact that the protests were taking place around the ground on day three. I mean, I'm sorry, day two, I should say. And you could almost identify when their fortunes changed in mm-hmm. this test match. It's when that protest started on yep. the second morning. I'm not saying the two are, are causally linked, but there is a, a correlation between the two at the very least. To fight back the way they did, it's one of Sri Lanka's proudest days as a test nation. Only the fifth time they've ever beaten Australia. Once in 1999, yep. three times in 2016 mm-hmm. and once today. This isn't an everyday event. And to do it with all the other circumstances going on yep. around the country right now, it is a staggering comeback. It is one they should and will celebrate uh, for a long time. And they're partying over in the Gore Cricket Club, or they certainly were before. Um, the, the flags waving on top of the fort where they were denied access for two days of this mm-hmm. series too. Uh, it was very special and an absolute privilege to be here for it. It's time for the final word, Hall of Fame. Final Word Hall of Fame is where we choose the most final word moment of the day. It's brought to you by Advanced Hair Studio. If, yeah, yeah. You, if you don't have hair on your head and you want to have hair on your head, they can help you put hair on your head. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. AdvancedHairStudio.com forward slash final words. Great to be uh, involved with them and their huge support of what we're doing. So if that's you or somebody that you know or a family member or something like that who could do with a, a, a bit of support up top, 15% discount. AdvancedHairStudio.com forward slash final word. 100% guarantee with the service. One million people have been through the Advanced Hair Studio across their 30-year journey in business. Don't stop, don't wait, do it now. AdvancedHairStudio.com forward slash final word. My nomination, my first nomination for the Hall of Fame was this, Australia, Sri Lanka playing for the Warren Murrilitharan Trophy. Pictures of the two everywhere. They handed out that trophy, uh, which Australia will keep because they won the last series yes. against Sri Lanka. But they also handed out another trophy, a new trophy, a trophy that will be shared. How it will be shared, I don't know. The Moose Cup. Now, a lot of people who follow English cricket were very happy when Joe Root won yes. the Moose Cup last year, which was a giant brass moose sort of head. This one was a little more understated, but it's like a big antler. It's still a pretty cumbersome bloody trophy. Sure. And it is... One of the most absurd. It's not the Pakistan T20 biscuit trophy that Aaron Finch played <laughs> off for with Safraz Ahmed um, a little while ago, but uh, it's 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 an extraordinarily junky piece of equipment. And a moose cup. I mean, it sounds like a dessert, or it sounds sort of euphemistic. I don't know. Like this show is two guys, one moose cup. Like it's 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 an extraordinary thing that they handed out. Well, it's, anyway, it's the moose clothing cup. So if moose clothing. Now we've mentioned them okay. 25 times. Want to deck out Jeff and me uh, in some clothes for the summer? They should feel welcome to do so. But I think that's a, a very worthy nomination. Uh, one bit of housekeeping. I, I mentioned our fabulous ground staff here. You can see them still doing their work in the middle, a handful of them who are left. I spoke to one this morning. They've actually been sat in a little enclave around the back of the grandstand. Okay. So they come, come out and watch. They sit just alongside the, the practice net. So they have been able to watch. They, okay. They're not hidden away in a bunker, as right. we kind of hinted towards yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about like HG Wells, the time machine where they keep all the, yes. the, the workers underground. <laughs> uh, and also I want to nominate... It's a metaphor for capitalism. Uh, I, I want to nominate uh, Dimit Karunaratna, and we'll talk about this more, I'm sure, in the future. But his pool party back in uh, 20... 
2019 was yep. something we came back to time and time again during that World Cup campaign. Well, as we said on day two, they were in the president's pool then. Uh, that was the turning point. Correlation or causation, I don't care. When the pool party mm -hmm. started mm -hmm. at the president's gaff, yep. the fortunes turned around down here a couple of hundred kilometres away in yep. Gaul. Uh, more power to them for it. And my, my last nomination is, you mentioned Chandamal running over here doing the down on his knees, both yes. arms out. Beautiful. The other part of that was Kassan Rajita, the number 11, who, as we said, made naught in the partnership but hung out there for quite a few overs facing one ball at the end of each over and getting through. He chased Chandamal yes. all the way down here. He was like, get back here. And then when they hugged, I mean, I don't think I've seen a smile that big on someone's face. Rajita was happier than Chandamal. Yes. He was just illuminating with with his, his teeth, his smile. His, his He was beaming out into the world. It was beautiful. Yeah, it absolutely was, as was the two weeks we've had here in Sri Lanka, not without uh, its logistical challenges for all the reasons we've already outlined, but what a joy to be back in this beautiful country, uh, the teardrop nation, uh, this tropical paradise in so many ways. It doesn't quite feel that way right now, but hopefully when we return, uh, mm. there'll be a degree of normalcy returned to it. There'll be a fundamental change, and that will enable the Sri Lankan people to feel uh, not only free and safe to express themselves the way they see fit as they did the other day, but their economic stability and safety will be returned as well in the fullness of time because uh, we love coming here as a podcast, as a broadcast and, and all the rest of it. And um, yes, hopefully uh, it's the first of a number of series that we can cover here in the years to come. I, I can't wait for Australia to return. This has been The Final Word Daily. Uh, if you want to support the show, patron.com slash the final word. Uh, thanks to Advanced Care. We'll see you next time. Bye. I had to go about it